Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Welcome, everybody. Bob Stoffer joining you. Uh, check your ego at the door, man, because we're on to bigger and better things on uh, today's edition of Oilers Now. Uh, today is, of course, is Radiothon for the uh, Stollery Children's Hospital. We are in our super power hour for CTL Canada. If we get 30 monthly donors this hour, CTL Canada will give up to $15,000. Uh, we'll mention that the Stollery each year provides care for more than 300 117,000 patients from all over Alberta, B.C., Saskatchewan, Manitoba, and the three territories. The Stollery is the most specialized children's hospital in uh, Western Canada. we got lots coming up on today's edition of Oilers. Now we're going to talk to one of the parents of uh, a kid, uh, one of the kids that has benefited from some time spent in, uh, at the Stollery Children's Hospital, Mike House, who I played against in 1982-83, he was with the KFCs. I was with the Southside Athletic Club. He is the president and CEO of the Stollery uh, Children's Hospital Foundation. He will join us in our number two. Elliot Friedman, regular contributor to the show on uh, Fridays for NHL Hockey and Rogers for our friends at Abe's Door Service. The Oilers play the Chicago Blackhawks tomorrow night. We'll have Colby Cohen on. He's part of the Blackhawks television broadcast and NHL insider John Shannon uh, for Legacy Heating and Cooling. I saw Bobby last night from Legacy Heating and Cooling at 135. We had the uh, Edmonton Oilers photo night. It was funny because... Uh, for a number of years, uh, I went to Disneyland, and the one ride that you could always get on was Ariel, for those of you that have gone to the Disneyland down in Southern California. You know, the cars lineup might have been an hour to an hour and a half line, but Ariel, you could get on right away. Obviously, there were lineup significant ones for players at last night's photo night at uh, Rogers Place. But I was the aerial ride, Cam Moon and myself. Uh, quick hitters, to say the least. Brendan, just give me the go-ahead when uh, we're ready to roll here, if you could, because uh, we're going to head over to the salary uh, momentarily. Uh, again, here's how you get hold of us. You can reach us at the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. We'll tell you country music star Gord Bamford takes the stage at the River Cree February 10th. The River Cree Resort Casino Excitement Bet on it. And you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information. Our top story for legacy heating and cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. The Chicago Blackhawks, who pounded the Calgary Flames last night, 5-1, are in town. They'll play the Oilers tomorrow night. Evander Kane, our top story, back on the ice, was on a line today with Leon Dreisaitl and Derek Ryan. So there you go. I'll get to the full game day lineup report, expected lineup, a little bit later on. Good to go? What do you think? No, I'm going to put a phone call in here. Uh, Just hang on a sec. Okay, well, uh, we'll continue to work our magic. I can do a little bit of... Why don't we go to it uh, a little bit early? Again, just a reminder that today is uh, the Chorus Radiothon. And we are in the superpower hour for the Stollery Children's Hospital. Again, CTL Canada. If we get 30 monthly uh, donors this hour, CTL Canada will give up to $15,000. And the number for you to uh, uh, call in at... 
Where did I put? There it is. 780-460-KIDS. That's 780-460-KIDS. We'll shift into this. Uh, take this opportunity right now to get into the game day lineup report for McGuire Financial. Have the right teammates on your financial future. For a free financial consultation, visit mcguirefinancial.ca. Today at practice, the Edmonton Oilers, I was down there. They ran the following lines at Rogers Place. Connor McDavid with Dylan Holloway and Zach Hyman. Leon Drysettle with Evander Kane and Derek Ryan. Ryan Nugent Hopkins was back with Clem Costin, who took, I think, a puck about uh, 10 or 12 minutes in the uh, uh, practice and Matthias Janmark. Ryan McLeod was with Warren Fogel and Yessa Poliarvi. So with Kane back, if the Oilers go 11-7, and seven, uh, there is an, a distinct possibility that we may uh, see, I would think, one of Fogel or Poliarvi being scratched tomorrow night. Darnell Nurse and Cody Ceci, Brett Kulak and Tyson Berry, Philip Broberg and Evan Bouchard, Vincent DeHarnay. Those were the 7D We'll tell you at this time, Nurse leading the way, 24-07. Connor McDavid will head into tomorrow night's game on a 11-game point streak. The longest currently in the NHL, 8 goals and 17 points. Yoder's number 3 in the league in goals, 4 and number 1 on the power play. They'll take on the Chicago Blackhawks, a minus 54 goal differential, but they pounded the Flames 5-1 last night. Jonathan Taze did not play. They had Jason Dickinson, who they picked up an extra second just to take his contract from Vancouver in a trade for Riley Stillman. They had Dickinson with Athanasiu, who's a pending UFA, and uh, Patrick Kane, who is a pending UFA. Kane is minus 25 this year and has just 32 points in 44 games. Max Domi's having a very good season. He's got 14 goals. He's got three goals in two games against the Oilers this year. He, too, is a pending UFA at $3 million with Kurashev and Taylor Radish, who came over in that deal with Brandon Sagel, or for Brandon Hagel. Sam Lafferty, you've heard his name mentioned on the show 4,329 times over the last five months. He is centering their third line with Blackwell, who had three point-blank looks in last night's game for Calgary, and Mackenzie Entwessel. And then Reese Johnson out of the Red Deer Rebels of Boris Kachuk. He was the other player that came over with Radish in the deal with Hagel. Of course, there were two conditional number ones in that deal as well, from Tampa to Chicago, with former Alberta Golden Bear Luke Philp, who picked up his first point last night in the 5-1 Chicago victory. On defense, uh, McCabe, who are now hearing... He does have a seven-team no-trade list, but Toronto is not on that list. So McCabe was Seth Jones. Jones minus 62 the last two seasons. Jack Johnson with Connor Murphy, who was acquired six years ago in a trade for Nicholas Charmelson. Former order Caleb Jones, 93 games played with Edmonton along with Ian Mitchell, who played for the Spruce Grove Saints before heading off to the University of Denver. He's a St. Albert product. And uh, Jackson Stauber, the son of Rob Stauber, uh, Goaltender in Rockford this year, six and four, with an eight ninety six save percentage. He's at nine forty through his first two NHL starts. Would not surprise me if we see him tomorrow. Taze uh, out day to day, undisclosed. Tyler Johnson has an ankle injury. Tenorti has a broken face after it, uh, getting a puck in the face. Jujar Kerr is out with a back problem, and Alex Stalock, who uh, spent a little bit of time here in Edmonton. Uh, he is not available as well due to a concussion. So there's a look at the Chicago Blackhawks again. Their head coach is Luke Richardson. The Blackhawks have lots of cap space, which leads people to believe that they can eat a little bit of money right now on trades involving uh, Taze and Kane. 
Those guys are $10.5 million cap hits. If they eat half, that's 5.25. But the actual real dollar is only $2.6 million during the course of the year of that 10.5, which is why a lot of people think there'll be third teams involved in any potential trades involving Kane and Taze. The Blackhawks have 12 picks in the first three rounds of the draft over the next two years. That is as an extensive of a game day lineup report as I can give you the day before the game is being played for McGuire Financial. Have the right teammates on your side for your financial future for a free financial consultation. Visit mcguirefinancial.ca. Brendan, why don't we do this? Let's go to break. It's 12-14 uh, in Edmonton, and you're listening to Oilers now. Welcome back, everybody. 12-16 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. A reminder, you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfineflores.com for more information. And we're available on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. The River Cree Resort and Casino, open 24-7-365. Excitement, bet on it. Uh, you know, Brendan, again, last night uh, had the event, and, and today is our Chorus Radiothon for the Stollery Children's Hospital. Again, 317,000 patients each year out of Alberta, B.C., Saskatchewan, Manitoba, and the three territories. It's a it's a, a, a brilliant place that's uh, super important to our community. And uh, the the number, again, 780-460-KIDS. That's 780-460-KIDS uh, if you want to make a donation. Um it's funny how it all works out, right? Just in terms of, we did that event last night, and people were awesome. But you got to be super engaged if you want to go down and take pictures. And it's, of all of the years, you're like, you know, I've hosted this show now on Ched for the last, let's see, year, year 15 of doing color. I've done a show, either Oilers Lunch or Oilers Now, for 14 years. So we're at year 12 of this show. And... I, I, you know, it's pretty infrequent that you would get uh, negative interaction. The most inter- negative interaction I, I, I probably get is on uh, the, you know, is, is on Twitter, and it does come with the territory for the job. It speaks like in the entire time that I've done the games, I think only once at Rogers Place after a game late in the regular season when the Oilers were on a 15-0-1 run. Uh, you know, there was a little blonde fellow. He was probably, I don't know, 5'7", five, 5'8", five, and I think he had had too much to drink, and he got a little aggressive, and I was his friends were super cool and helped chill the situation down, and I was sort of just... What was odd is, you know, I was, I was talking to a woman. It wasn't my wife, um, but... Because it might have been accelerated if that had happened in that situation, but I was just kind of like ninety nine percent of the time, it's 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 really good. Now on the phone lines, criticism comes with the territory on the text lines. That that's all part of the equation. But if you're showing up for a photo night, you're probably pretty engaged. And so people were awesome last night. It was it was uh, great to be a part of. And special thanks to everybody that did that. Brennan, let's head off to the Oilers now Audio Vault for direct work where. Featuring Edmonton's largest selection, unbeatable prices, and customer service that makes you feel like family. Yesterday, Kyler Yamamoto, he's on LTIR. Uh, he will not be available until February the 12th. The Oilers are in their bye week after Saturday night's game. He had this to say on his first skate since January the 11th. Feeling a lot better. Probably not going to tell you guys, but uh, yeah, no, feeling better every day. You're not going to uh, tell us exactly what happened. <laughs> no, no, unfortunately not. So he's guarding the Cadbury secret, but Yamamoto had this to say and being out of the lineup uh, for two separate st- uh, stretches. 
Yeah, it's frustrating, you know, anytime you're not playing. Um, it's tough. Um, you, know, you don't want to be out there battling with the guys, um, you know, that you, you see every day. So it's tough doing that, but, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, it is what it is, and you just got to keep, keep looking at it day by day and, um, you know, not getting too frustrated. Yesterday after practice, Jay Whitcroft has these thoughts on the Yamamoto appearance at practice. I thought it was a really good sign that he was on the ice in team practice. He didn't partake in every drill, but it was a, it's a good sign and step forward for him, which I thought was positive. Uh, and we go to uh, today. Clem Costin spoke after practice on Edmonton's success in the month of January. Uh, we just, uh, you know, we hate to lose the games. We want to win every game, every period, every like shift, every battle. So yeah, we just, uh, I think we just uh, put like more effort every game, working hard, and just like obviously, just we just want more. So. Now, Costin also had, and it was, uh, it ended up on Twitter last night, a rather humorous exchange with a Calgary Flames fan. He refused to take a picture uh, with a Flames fanboy who wore a jersey. Uh, there, there were two of them last night that I saw that came by. Now, you know what I did, Brendan, with them? Ignored them? No, I told them <laughs> we're doing the picture, but it's my way. So I had the right hand, and I have rather large hands, as you know right in their grill in the photo. They loved it. They thought it was great. I mean, it takes it takes a unique personality to show up at an Edmonton Oilers uh, photo day in a Calgary Flames jersey. Full marks for you for doing it, if that's your thing. Here is what Costin had to say on refusing to take a picture with a Flames fan. Can you take a yeah, I, to- like, I told him, like, I can't- <laughs> I'm not allowed to take a picture with the Calgary face. <laughs> yeah, it was just, uh, this guy pretty funny. I don't know what it- what was the point like, to wear, like, Calgary, like, the Flames jersey. Uh, maybe he just wants some attention, but, yeah, it was, like, pretty funny, though. Okay, uh, Vincent DeHarnay also spoke today. Waters in the Chicago Blackhawks tomorrow. DeHarnay had these thoughts on facing Patrick Kane. He's got two arms, two legs, like like everyone else, you know. Like he's he's a great player. He's one of the highest skilled player uh, in the world. But just gotta just gotta play my game and do do whatever I do. I can't always look at the the the, the other team's roster, you know. It's there's there's good players in in every team. And Dayarne added uh, these additional thoughts on what has become a very important role for him on the PK. I mean, that's 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 my bread, that's my bread and, and butter. And obviously, I've been killed in uh, in this league, and uh, the coaches have trusted me by by putting me out there. And uh, I take I take a lot of pride in my uh, in, in my PK play. So I'll, uh, anytime I get a chance to to go out there, I, I battle hard. I do anything again to block shots and and uh, not get uh, get scored on. There you have it. Twelve twenty-two in Edmonton. That's Vincent Deharnay. He has made a difference to the PK on D. I personally think the Oilers need to add a real effective penalty-killing right-shot guy that can take some draws that takes pride in killing penalties and theoretically could also ease the workload for a couple of Edmonton's top players who will get deployed on the PK. And that player is coming to town tomorrow, and his name is Sam Lafferty. That's the guy. Uh, who, And he's having a decent year, and if you look at the advanced analytics on not a very good team in Chicago, but a team completely... This is a league. 
This is the league. On any given night, any team can beat anybody. Last night, Anaheim beat Colorado 5-3. And the Flames, they got spanked. And right now, Jacob Markstrom is fighting it. He is fighting it in between the pipes as a netminder for the Calgary Flames. Uh, this text comes in, and he says, Bob, I think you're, you bring on a little bit of the negative yourself, and I suspect you like it. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. Need to tomorrow. Won't come easy. Hopefully, Domi stays in Edmonton. Could you imagine a line of Kane, McDavid, and Domi? <laughs> I think I have... You know what? I think there's some traditional echo chamber types in the hockey world that aren't as big on Max Domi is maybe some of the fans, and for that matter, myself. I kind of like Max Domi, too. Like, he's got a little bit of bite. He can score. He's quick. I didn't mind the other night against Vancouver. He got drilled. Where are we going here? We're about to make this thing happen? Okay. So there we go. All right. Again, today, uh, we'll, we'll get back to the, the hockey talk in a second. Today is Chorus Radiothon Day and 6.30, Chad. We are in the Super Power Hour for CTL Canada. And uh, we are looking for 30 monthly donors this hour. If so, CTL Canada will give $15,000. And the number to donate is 780-460-KIDS. I've got people ready to take your calls. Brendan, who am I? Uh, am I I'm talking to Ashley. Yeah, we've got Ashley on the line right now. All right, let's bring Ashley aboard. Hi, Ashley. How are you doing? It's Bob Stauffer. I'm well, thanks. How are you doing? Good. Why don't you tell everybody uh, your story uh, involving your daughter, Sawyer? I'd love to. So our story started about 10 years ago, actually, almost in June, it will be. We're from Calgary. We found out about her heart when I was about five months pregnant, and they told us right away that we would be going up to Edmonton, and she would be having her surgery at the Stollery. So I had her up there, and I would say about within one hour of life, she was transferred to the Stollery, and that was kind of the beginning of our journey. She was in the NICU for six days. She had her first open heart at six days old. She had two more open heart procedures at 16 days and 17 days old. We were at the Stollery for about two months that first go around. So she was in the ICU for about five weeks, had a whole bunch of complications. Um, We met a whole bunch of different doctors who helped us out. She was diagnosed with the genetic syndrome. So we found out that all of her heart stuff, a lot of her other medical anomalies were caused by this. Um, So we were taken very good care of there. Um, Sorry, I'm a little bit nervous. That's okay. Keep going. You're Um, doing a great job. So we were taken amazing care of there. Um, She was our first baby, so they did so much amazing things to help us feel like we were as involved as involved as we could be um you know we got to hold her it took a few different people to get her in our arms but they did everything they could to let us have those moments and it was super big for us um we went back to salary at 12 months old so when she was one she had another big open heart procedure then and they had to replace some parts she unfortunately had a stroke um, a couple days later, so we were in the ICU for about four days that time around. Then we got transferred to the unit. Um, luckily, we were only in the hospital for about six days that time, which is pretty amazing considering everything she went through, but the doctors and nurses took amazing care of her. They took amazing care of us through that ordeal, and um, we were back again in 2020 for her fifth open heart surgery when she was... Seven. I know this off. I was she's seven. seven. Yeah, she's seven. Yeah. 
Um, and that was uh, a little bit trickier because she was older, obviously, and knew what was going on. So there was a lot more involvement with child life. They did just a lot of great work with her, keeping her comfortable. Amazing for us uh, parents to see the doctors that, you know, had created miracles or worked miracles on her before Alma seven years earlier. So that's kind of a cold note story of everything that we've been through at the Stollery. Um, yeah. So how, all right. So after 2020, how are things going since then? Good? So, yeah, absolutely amazing. Uh, for the first time in her entire life, I heard from her cardiologist that her heart looks as normal as it possibly can. And she's been absolutely thriving ever since. Uh, she's super active. She is just loves piano, loves playing. Her friends are everything to her. Um, and she's just the greatest kid ever. And I couldn't be more thankful for everything that the story's done for her. She wouldn't be here without them. So, Ashley, yeah. awesome stuff. Yeah. Thanks for your time. Thanks for telling your story, of okay? Of course. Happy to. You bet. There you go. That's Ashley, who is daughter... Uh, Sawyer has obviously had multiple visits to the Stollery. We're in the uh, Chorus Radiothon for the Stollery Children's Hospital. Mike House coming up a little bit later on. We'll try not to bore you with the details on Mike's uh, short uh, hockey career, but he does a fine job, and we'll continue down the path and remind you, 780-460-KIDS. That is the uh, number if you want to dial and donate here on uh, 630 Chad. All right, off to a global news weather traffic update with Kevin Robertson and when we come back he's fighting through it he's gotten through it he's playing hurt today but for uh, our friends at Abe's door service Elliot Friedman